This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, y'all. Have you heard the buzz yet? There's a new media organization in town. It's called Houston Landing. It's a nonprofit, nonpartisan digital media organization. So what does this mean for Houstonians? How do they fit in our media landscape? To answer all those questions and more, we've got Mizanur Rahman with me today. He's their editor-in-chief. It's Monday, February 13th, 2023. I'm Dina Kispit, and this is what Houston's talking about today. Ms. Honor, thank you so much for coming on CityCast today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Excited to talk yeah. to y'all. Yeah, I want to know all things about Houston Landing. What is it? Well, you know, I think maybe the easiest way to start is to sort of uh, answer like some of the questions I, I frequently get from people. Uh, <laughs> they ask me. And so the, the number one question I always get uh, from people is that, is there going to be a print product? Like, are we going to actually print this thing? And so mm-hmm. I tell them, no, it, it's digital only. However, I do have to have a, the little sort of caveat that we do have this idea of, of sometimes finding some of our content that we produce on our website and doing it very old school and then actually like printing it out in like a real newsletter. You know, we're all obviously mm-hmm. used to the sort of email newsletters, but we know that's, that's not how it started. It used to be printed. One key thing about our mission is that we are trying to reach all Houstonians. Um, and so we were thinking about, well, what are the people, uh, it might be a small group of people, but the people who don't have access uh, to a laptop or maybe they don't have access to a phone, uh, those folks, you know, how could they access it? So we were even thinking about printing them out and having them at, like libraries, community centers, you know, like metro stations where like in the old fashioned sort of boxes to have have it available. But just predominantly, though, it's going to be a website only. So this is a news organization, correct? Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be uh, journalism. Uh, we are going to write about stories that are important to Houstonians. And so there will be content. And so we launched mm-hmm. last week. It's kind of a soft launch. We, we announced mm-hmm. the name, which is the Houston yeah. Landing. And we mm-hmm. announced our sort of initial website, the initial leadership team, my, my mm-hmm. hiring. And then the other question that I get asked a lot is, will you have to pay for it? Is, mm-hmm. there, is there a subscription? And so the answer to that is no. We will never mm-hmm. uh, charge for our content. Uh, there will be no paywall. Part of our mission, key part of it is we want to provide our content to everyone. Uh, so that's, that also means people who can't afford it. You know, right mm-hmm. now, a, a subscription to the, say, the Houston Chronicle, for instance, I think it's worth it, of course, uh, especially if you live in Houston. But there are a lot of people that we know who who can't afford that or who can't right. afford a subscription yeah. to a New York Times or the Post. And Correct. so that's a key pillar for us to be able to provide it, provide it for free. For a lot of people who don't have access, that is amazing, especially if they can't afford it. But how are you able to provide 
this free resource? How are you funding Houston Landing? That's a very good question. So we, uh, the, it was initially announced early last year. Um, it was three key funders, uh, the Kinder Foundation, the Houston Endowment, and Arnold Ventures. So they provided the initial, we would call seed money. Um, it's about $20 million. They all felt that Houston needed a strong journalism, uh, another news source. So that we're, we're very fortunate. You know, Mo, there's lots of news nonprofits that have started across the country. And yeah. to get that much uh, sort of startup money is, is rare. It speaks to Houston uh, mm-hmm. as, as a huge philanthropic center. And it speaks to the mission of those three organizations. But moving forward, uh, a, a key part of our, our mission is going to be to diversify our fundraising. And so mm-hmm. how we will pay forward is, yes, we hope that uh, the major organizations will continue uh, to fund us, but we will seek out additional funding from big and small. So yeah. if you want mm-hmm. to go to our website, houstonlanding.org, you can sign up at, at a few tiers. If you want to mm-hmm. sign up for, say, like $14.99 a month, you can. Uh, a little bit more, you can too. Uh, again, you don't have to do that in order to get our content. But in order to you know get, to get at your question, in order for us to grow, uh, to be successful, to provide the kind of journalism that we believe the Houston region needs, we are going to need as much support as possible. So we'll be relying on donations from our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I had worked at the Chronicle and I also was on the other end as someone who was from a community that felt like media was not really present. And so I'm just curious, given that Houston is such this massive city, how do you plan to approach covering the city and especially communities that have felt you know, neglected by some current media organizations. And the initial funders sort of came forward and said that we want to do this. One thing that they did is they brought in the American Journalism Project, which is a nonprofit that essentially works to start up uh, news nonprofits across the country. So they were brought in to do the initial research, to talk to folks in the community about what they need, what they would want from a news sources what they feel is like lacking. So it was a mix of surveys, a mix of listening sessions, and it was invaluable research um, that I relied on a lot as I was thinking through the process of essentially what the Houston landing would look like, what kind of content we we provided. And, you know, there were several key things um, that they identified when they talked to people here in the Houston area in terms of what they wanted. And a lot of it was, you know, things that uh, are very inspiring. They're, they're great to hear. You know, one mm-hmm. was accountability reporting. They wanted more watchdog journalism uh, to hold sort of the, the powerful accountable. The other thing was they just wanted stories of more depth, you know, so what we would call enterprise reporting. And a third thing was they wanted more, uh, since you get into your, your point, you know, they wanted stories that uh, connected them to the community, stories that would uplift them. You know, a lot of the things we heard is that they're just tired of all the, the sort of the bad news. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was a key thing. And another key thing that came out from the surveys was more coverage of our suburbs. Uh, mm-hmm. Many communities in our suburban areas felt like they've been overlooked. Another right. key area also kind of gets it to your, your question was uh, uh, people who live in our underserved communities in the city, mm-hmm. in the county, and even in our suburbs. 
that felt like they weren't getting the news that they needed uh, out of their community. So when we thought about how we would align our newsroom, how we would align our resources, how we would align our staffing, we kept that in mind. And so, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so look at, give you a good example. You know, yes, we, you know, we're starting out as a, a startup, as a small, but, you know, we're going to have two reporters covering our suburbs, you know, and just to sort of hit that, hit that need, uh, we're going to have two, what we call diverse community reporters. So they'll be covering everything from, um, you know, our Black, Asian, Hispanic, LGBT communities to the disabled. Uh, just to try to hit all these communities that feel like that they that they've been underserved. So all those key things um, that people uh, have identified to us that's important. And then through just my time here at the Chronicle, I know uh, is important to the Houston community. Yeah, you know, speaking of your time at the Chronicle, I read that you spent 15 years at the Chronicle. That's no small feat. And now you're kind of stepping out, trying to establish Houston Landing as like a, a an alternative news source to Houstonians. What will Houston Landing offer that you felt like the Chronicle may have lacked for Houstonians or may have missed? Well, one of the things is we are, part of our goal here is to really focus on what we and what the community is telling us are, is the essential journalism. And so what, what you're not going to get from us is a lot of the coverage that we feel aren't as important in terms of our mission, in terms of what, what the community is telling us what they need, but also uh, areas that already get plenty of coverage. So we're not going to start off covering sports. We're not going to cover breaking news to the extent that local media covers, because we feel like there's plenty, plenty of that right. coverage. You know, we're not going to do you know, what we call kind of like these trending stories, uh, things that are sort of like these sort of quick hit stories. Um, you know, we're not going to cover like the dining beat in the way that it's it's covered because there's plenty of that coverage. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to focus on is what we think is the, the essential journalism that, that people need. And what we're going to try to expand on is some areas like suburban coverage. You know, when I started mm-hmm. the Chronicle, we had a pretty robust uh, suburban desk, and through years of just uh, you know resource uh, reallocations, it shrunk. Uh, I can tell mm. you, and I've seen it. And and so when you think about what's happening here in Houston, the Houston region is growing, you know, over the last twenty years, but the resources allocated to coverage to get in our suburbs has gone has gone down. And so that's that's a key area that I think you will see a difference in is in terms of like our prioritizing for us uh, coverage of our of our suburban communities. Yeah. And how many people are currently on staff? I know this is we're talking about like all the robust coverage that Houston Landing wants to do. So I'm curious just how many people, how big is the team? Right now, you know, we're still very early. Uh, we have a, a total staff about, I think, twelve. That includes the whole okay. organization. In the newsroom, it's it's nine. If you go to HoustonLanding.org and go to our jobs page, you'll see there's a long list of jobs uh, in the newsroom, uh, in the whole organization too, but particularly in the newsroom that we're trying to fill. And that's just the the first phase. And by the end of the year. You know, without getting into too many of the specifics, we will be one of the largest local news nonprofits in the country. And that's something that we feel is deserving of, of Houston. Houston is a big, bold, dynamic city uh, that we feel deserves as many news sources as possible. Mm-hmm. 
And is everybody working remotely or do you guys have like an actual walk-in newsroom? How well, that that's a very timely question, Dina. Uh, we, <laughs> we'd been uh, sort of over the last four or five months been working out of out of the Arnold uh, Ventures offices. Uh, they mm. let us, they're very kind enough to let us uh, work there. But we just mm. moved in to our, our permanent home on Monday. Uh, oh. It's an office building right in the middle uh, of Montrose. So we're very excited okay. to have our own place there uh, right in the middle <laughs> Right in the middle of the city, so that's uh, was a big, big move for us. It's a very cool space, but it's it's good to just sort of have our have our own home. So right now, yes, everyone is is working from the office. We think that's really important for us as we sort of build our team and and try to build our uh, camaraderie and our spirit. I'm curious how do you see this kind of fitting in Houston's current media landscape? How will Houston Landing fit? Well, I think that Houston Landing will complement our, our existing media landscape. Chronicle does great, great coverage. Our local TV stations uh, cover breaking news mm-hmm. and reporting as well. Uh, so we just we want to sort of hit uh, the places that we think that there are, that there are voids. You know, a lot of those little areas that we talked about, but the other place again is the is the kind of reporting that that we're going to do. One of the things we talk a lot about is reporting from the community and not about the community. And an example is that is is one of the things that people talked about is that often what happens is that the news media will come in, do a story, and then won't follow up, and they'll mm. just move on to the next story. And that's something that's going to be very important to us. Uh, you know, I talk a lot about staying with the story as long as it takes. And so that's one thing that I think that you'll see different from us is that that we will really immerse ourselves into our communities because we really mean it. You know, and to give you a good example, our, our columnist, Maggie Gordon, um, as a part of trying to sort of, you know, uh, focus on this goal of listening to the community, she started on Sunday a series which she calls her Walk and Talks. And mm. so basically it's her uh, walking in a park and we, we know we invited folks, anyone who wanted to come to just come take a walk with us and, and tell us, <laughs> you know, tell us what kind of stories that we should be working on. Uh, tell us what they would want from the Houston landing things that there are important in their lives that they don't feel like uh, is getting coverage. And so I think that's a key area that, that, uh, that we are really hoping that our community sees that, that we're filling a void uh, that exists. I love that. I love that. I mean, that brings me into my next question, because you do want to immerse yourself in a community, especially if that community feels like they haven't gotten the attention that they would have liked or needed. With so much discourse and so much distrust surrounding media, there's a lot that goes behind in launching something new, like a new project like this. How will you get a community to trust you? It's uh, it's a long road. Right. Our, our, our big challenge right now is that we are starting uh, with zero relationship, right? Uh, yeah. We're starting with essentially zero <laughs> audience. So for us, we are really having the long view of this. This is not something you're going to be able to do overnight. You're going to be able to do in a year, two years, five years. So it's, it's going to take a lot of showing our community the things that we really are prioritizing. I, I think a lot of the sort of lack of trust stems from 
news organizations that do stories that people don't really find meaningful or important. And a lot of trust, I think, develops when, when journalism provides uh, stories that people feel are really important. And the more important they see that, the more that they're going to trust you. So that'll be one thing. But then a lot of it will be just these sort of very uh, specific things that we do. You know, another one of our reporters um, is going to actually put out like these little sort of suggestion boxes um, that will be out in various places in the community. And it will be sort of like her attempt to tell people, hey, talk to me. Uh, Tell me about what things that, that we should write about and we should cover. And so we're hoping that when people see that, when folks in our community see that, that they'll see, oh, wow, that they really care. And so to me, that's going to be the, the, the key foundational thing is how often that we can show our community that we really care about what they have mm. to say. Mm. Anything else I missed that you want to share? I would just say for us to be successful, we just really need to hear from as many people as possible out in our community. Mm. And, you know, right now, you know, we have our website. We have various ways for people uh, to reach us. We have a survey on there that we would encourage people to take to help tell us what's, what's important. You know, one of, the, one of the, the most important things that I've learned as I've sort of transitioned to the Houston Landing and to the sort of nonprofit, nonprofit space is the level of which you can really collaborate and, and work with people. I think there are a lot of sort of bad habits that you can kind of develop in, in traditional media. And, and one of those is, is these sort of walls that we put up between ourselves and our community and our, and our sources. And, and, and often those walls uh, need to exist, um, but often they don't. And so for us to get back to your question, the more we can do that, the more that we can uh, reach our community, the more that we can hear from them. And so that would be sort of my lasting call is, I would love, you know, I would love to talk to as many people as possible. I will go to wherever I'll have lunches. Uh, I will, <laughs> I will have meetings, uh, you know, I'll go to people's homes if they want, just because I want to hear from, uh, we want to hear from as many people as possible on what they think are the most important stories in their lives mm-hmm. and in their communities. Amazing. Ms. Honor, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it. I'd love to come back. And, you know, yeah. We all have us. Definitely. You just heard Ms. Honor Rahman. He's the editor-in-chief at Houston Landing. Check our show notes for more on Houston Landing. And now, Carly, tell me what else is happening around Houston today. Hey, Dina. So U of H's Institute for Research on Women, Gender, and Sexuality did a study recently that revealed that the number of domestic violence homicides in Houston doubled in the past two years during the pandemic from 2019 to 2022. But when it comes to shelters for these victims, our city is lacking big time. Houston currently only has 330 beds for survivors. Compared to New York, which has 10 times that number and two times less the population, we're not doing too good. Now, thankfully, the city did announce some plans to try to triple the Houston Area Women's Center residential capacity last week. But while this is great news, some are saying that they still need increased investment in order to actually expand the shelter in the first place, pay for things like transportation, and to properly staff the crisis hotline. That's all I got for y'all today on CityCast Houston. 
Thanks for listening. Hit us up on our social medias. We are at CityCast Houston. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. To answer all the questions that I've got and more, I invited Ms. Honor Rahman. Bless you, my child.